Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to take your grilling skills to the next level. We will take you from grill disaster to grill master. So grab your tongs, your aprons, and your pint glasses. Get ready to grill this with Matt Wilson and Jim Salmon. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Grill This. Jim Salmon here along with a great Matthew T. Wilson. The T stands for going to test your whatever, right? <laughs> How are you, buddy? I'm well. I'm well. We're, we're freshly back from Albany. Actually. We are. Yeah. You know, uh, we have some special guests in the studio today, which we'll get to here in a little bit, but... Uh, Grill This, a wildly popular podcast yes, available, iHeart, Spotify, uh, Apple, Sounder, wherever you get your podcast. Right, right. And you and I had so much fun last wow. weekend. We were, uh, we went to Albany, and uh, of course, you're going to remember the hotel. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, New York State Craft Brewers Association had their first in-person festival. Yeah, and it was fantastic. It Wasn't was that a, cool? A lot of people there. It was over 50 breweries were yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a couple chefs there. Uh, it, it was great. Uh, everyone was having a, a blast. We got to talk to a bunch of people. It was a really, really good time. Yeah. And the hotel was first class. It was. I mean, it was very wonderful. nice. I can't tell you which one it was. <laughs> no, it was in Albany. It was yeah. one of those. Uh, Crown Plaza Desmond. Desmond. Right? It was yeah, Desmond. there you go. Yes, it, yes, it was. Wonderful place. It was. Uh, and the New York State Craft Brewers, we're going to have Paul uh, on, who was the director there. Yes. Uh, we're going to have him on uh, Grill List here. We're trying to work that, we, yeah. work that out. Uh, because that's a wonderful organization. It is. Um, it is. We sampled some of the finest craft brews in, uh, certainly in New York State and possibly in the world. Absolutely. I, I would definitely say upstate New York and New York State in general has some of the best beers on the planet. Right. And we talked to some of these guys, and it was their first time at, at festivals for yeah. some of them. They, they, right. Because of the whole uh, coronavirus, they were not able to be out at festivals. So this, is, this was a big deal for a lot of different brewers out there. One of the things you and I were impressed with is – uh, like every other person, we we would interview the various brewers, and they were there at the, you know, it wasn't just uh, temporary help, right? You know, it was the people making the it. actual brewers, and right? How how new some of them were, yeah. What a wonderful thing, it's, and it's and to have it all going forward and being successful is what our goal is. So yeah, no, it, uh, it, it was great. it was great. Uh, we we definitely support them, and Jim, it was great to hang out with you in Albany. We we, we had a blast. <laughs> we what, did. what we can remember. We consumed, <laughs> we consumed a fair amount of craft <laughs> brew, sure did. didn't we, Matthew? <laughs> yes, we did. Oh my gosh! Well, see, you're younger than I am a little bit, so <laughs> I had to go to bed a little earlier than that. But you know, whatever. We have a couple of special guests in the in the studio with us. Uh, please welcome. Executive chef uh, Keith Sideri, how are you? Oh my goodness, you're too flattering. I'm just, a, I'm just a little sous chef. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's a sous chef? Oh my goodness. Uh, so my basic responsibilities as a sous chef, I get to oversee the process of the kitchen. A couple of meal periods, uh, I come in uh, about halfway through lunch. I help finish up lunch and then clean up that and get ready for the dinner service where I work. Okay. Uh, we focus on quality of food. The timing of food comes out. Uh, make sure it's hot. Make sure it's well presented. Cool. Make sure everything is fresh. Make sure your staff is rotating everything properly, labeling everything, just following basic uh, standards. It sounds like industry. it sounds like a lot of work. Is it? Is what type of a place is it? Is it a restaurant or a hotel or what is it? So, I live out in Berkshire County, Massachusetts, right now. Uh, the property I work at is a subsidiary of Hyatt Hotels. Oh, it's, okay. Uh, called right. Mirabal. It focuses it focuses on uh, health and wellness. Okay. Uh, so, 
what we do, what we try to primarily focus on is uh, sourcing our food uh, locally. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, preparing uh, everything as naturally as possible. Uh, we do use uh, smaller portion sizes. Okay. Uh, just I don't know if we like that already. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's all right. Uh, it's it's pretty straightforward. We try to rotate the menu uh, as seasonally as, as possible. Uh, okay. Rotate it about four times a year now. Um, now, how do you get to be seasons. you? I mean, what, did you go to school for this? Yeah, I went to uh, Johnson & Wales out in Providence, Rhode Island for about four years. Okay. Um, all right. That's a culinary school? Yes. All right. Yes, I did the culinary program out there. Uh, I'm a culinary food service management major. Uh, I have okay. a, a minor in wellness and sustainability, so that focuses on uh, sourcing, again, locally and uh, sustainably farmed foods. He's talking about healthy healthy yeah. eating, Matthew. <laughs> he is. No, one thing I think is really cool, What's though, that? you said you're, everything, you try to keep everything local. So you try to get food uh, and, and all the products used to make your food from, from your local environment. So is that difficult? Because I, I know some people that really do try to, especially with brewers too, they try to get a lot of locally sourced yeah. ingredients. How difficult is that? I would say for, for the particular restaurant I'm working in right now, it, it does uh, have a few hurdles that we have to jump. Uh, we do try and get it as, as local as, pro, uh, as, as possible when we uh, try to source through our purveyors. We try to hit the local tab when we're trying to place our orders. Um, I would say... As far as seafood goes, uh, we, we source our seafood from Boston. Uh, it came, mostly comes from the New England area. It's some of the best fishing in the country, in my opinion. Now you're talking yeah, our language. So there we go. Yeah. 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 Uh, apart from that, uh, yeah, it's, it is a challenge, yeah. I would say. I mean, in the wintertime, there isn't any fresh vegetables coming your way, right? <laughs> That's very true. That's a very good That's point, That's a very Jim. good point. Huh. Uh, That's, a, That's a interesting. Yeah. Uh, because that's what we're all about here is local. Absolutely. And, and um, you know, it's, uh, the things are different in Massachusetts, obviously. Um, is that a what, – what type of a place is that? Is that a real high-end type of a environment there, or is it normal America, or is it – I mean – What's a house cost there? Where you in the Berkshires? House cost right now uh, for for our property that we're staying um, to stay there overnight. I think it probably run you about one thousand to maybe twelve hundred a night. <laughs> but I will say that uh, a lot of the programs that you can do, and especially obviously going to the restaurants, right. all of that is included in a package, so it's all inclusive. So twelve hundred sounds like a big chunk of money. There's a lot that comes you, with. You can right. pick and yeah, choose okay. whatever whatever events you want to do, and the food, of course, is technically all all you can eat for free. Excellent. Really? Okay. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, another question. Uh, I'm getting back to Jim's point about how you know things can be seasonal because mm -hmm. obviously when it gets cold, you can't get a lot of these products. Does that limit your ingredients for what you cook? So is there are some things that you don't use during particular times of season? Like, for example, um, a lot of those fruits. You know, they're tropical and they're not even, they're not local to here. Do, do you have to exclude those from your menu? Uh, you know, I would like to see that happen. Uh, personally, uh, like say for example, our strawberries. I know we source our strawberries. It probably comes from someplace out west. Yeah. Uh, we do use those all year round sure, just to sure. keep up with the demand that our our, our um, guests are expecting. But you local, you purchase them locally when they're available. Absolutely. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Right. Yeah. Cool. Now, all right, because we're all about grilling here. What about meat? Yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you cook prime rib? Come on. Ooh, do you have question. any top secret ways for us to cook prime rib? Because oh. We're prime rib people. We love prime rib, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Cooking prime rib? No. Okay. No, all no, right. oh, no. All right. All right. I would say pump your oven up to 500 degrees, let it oven sear for like five minutes, turn it down to 250, let it go for uh, He's, yeah. hour, that's hour exactly and a half. How you yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, you know. It's a pretty classic way, I would say. Yeah. Uh, we choose whatever rub or spices you want to use. All right. You know what drives me nuts? Because once in a while, I'll watch a cooking show. Right. right? Yep. <laughs> and the the chef is cutting the onions, right, at, mm -hmm. at 400 miles an hour. How do you learn that without cutting your finger off? <laughs> oh, Scott, I mean, I've tried to go real fast with that, and each time I either cut myself or the stuff flies on the floor or whatever. How do you how do you learn how to do that? You, it's it's like learning how to duck. Okay. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. I'm not getting anywhere with this because I – I'm I'm so inept at that. It drives me nuts that it takes me forever to do prep. It's just practice. It's honestly, it's just practice. And yeah. no matter what's going to happen, at some point or another, you're going to 
You're gonna get your fingers are gonna get in the way. Just yeah. back in November, I cut a, a good chunk of my index finger off. It's it's it looks better now. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't think anything happened, but uh, that's great. I got the, I got a nice little two hour trip to the ER and they cauterized it for me. It was yeah. a fun experience. Good for you. <laughs> We're visiting today with uh, Keith Sideri, who is a uh, sous chef. How do you spell that? S O U S. S O U S. See, I I barely got out of English, right? Jim, my my mouth is dry. Oh, you know what? I, I, <laughs> and, and I was going to blame it on you. What do we have to drink here? Well, uh, well, I know that we did, number one, we were able to um, obtain quite a few uh, <laughs> options from the Albany Brew Fest. One of us won the contest. <laughs> yeah. There's a picture of it uh, if you uh, follow Jim or myself on Facebook. There's a there's a picture of it. Jim had a. Jim had a good time. Oh, yeah, my <laughs> God, that was funny. I don't know how I won this either, but I won this, what do they call it, a craft brew bundle or yeah, something like that. Yeah, And it was, there it is. Yeah, it's, it's an insane and amount of beer. There's some fine beers in there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be gnawing away on yeah, that. Yeah, but I also, so there's one, uh, there's a, a restaurant slash brewery that's kind of right in the middle between where you and I both live. It's it's out in Batavia. It's called Eli Fish. Oh, okay. Right. And, and Eli Fish does they, their food is fantastic and their craft beer selection is amazing. They so they they brew their own beer uh and they also have chefs and everything that make the food there too. So I did bring a couple selections from Eli Fish. So what we'll do is we'll dive into one of the Eli Fish ones and then maybe we'll All try right. one of the other ones. Let's try that. All right. So yeah. so we have a we're we're going to be having to divide this up uh, fairly significantly here. <laughs> All right, so, so, so this one's called Fruit Explosion. All right. Uh, I, it's uh, a collab with uh, 12 Gates and Eli Fish, so they both co uh, combine on this one. 12 Gates. 12 Gates. Okay. Yep, right. 12gatesbrewing.com. Right. Uh, so it says, 12 Gates has teamed up with the rock stars over at Eli Fish to bring you this thick and juicy smoothie sour that's exploding with fruit flavor. Get ready for a gush of pineapple, raspberry, watermelon, lemon, lime, tangerine, blueberry, blackberry, and a touch of vanilla. You would have been better off describing what wasn't in there. <laughs> That's great, isn't it? Yeah, so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're going to give this a shot and right. see what this is like. Here we go. This is what we love right now. Ah, yeah. All right. Matt, Matthew T. Wilson. It smells good, so. T stands for the tab. By the way, it's 6.5. Oh, is it? Okay. Yep. So, right. so slightly we'll over. The normals because yeah, you're on five, so it's a little bit over the, the, the... Not that bad. All right. Oh, yeah. Thank you, sir. All righty. Appreciate that. Yep, yeah. and we're pouring one right now right. for our sous chef friend over here. There you go. Okay, there you go, Keith. Thank you very much. And we'll give one for myself because I also go. enjoy beverages. There you go. All right. All right, now... So for a smoothie if beer, if you smell this, you've got a, there's yeah. fifty things in there already. It's, it's, it's a whole fruit melody. There, yeah. there you go. I like that. This one's pretty good. Yeah, this yep. is this is pretty good. Yep. It's a it's a sour. It definitely is. Yeah. But there's there's a, a lot of different uh, fruits that yeah. you can taste in there. What do you think, our uh, our Mister Sous Chef friend over here? I like that very much. It's it's nice and dry. Yeah. Um, you definitely. I personally, I get a little bit of uh, raspberry in the beginning. There's mm -hmm. a little bit of citrus on the end there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's really He's good. He's analyzing. Yeah. It. That's I, wonderful. I like this. Yeah, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah, this is this is very tasty. Mm -hmm. Now you, you hear smoothie, and we've had some extremely thick beers before. We have, uh, yeah. Jim. So I, and we I, like those, which we we do like. This is. Not thick, but it's not real super thin. There either. you go. Right. It's got a little bit of it. Yep. Yep. You can't uh, see through it. Uh, yeah. But, so, but uh, and and you know it, it'll leave a little bit of pulp on the yep. just little particulate on the yep. on the glass. Yep. But I love the smell yep. and and I like the taste of it. Yep. I would I would buy this. I beer. would too. Absolutely. Yep. Mm -hmm. Not bad at all. Of course, there's almost no beard that we don't like. <laughs> <laughs> So, just can I stick in something that really doesn't have anything to do with anything? A absolutely. Ten signs you're doing well in life. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and feel free to weigh in. All right, sure. Number one, you have a roof over your head. Uh, well, yeah. All right. That, that's happening. Number two, you eat today. Now, we have not eaten yet tonight. We're waiting on it. We're, we're waiting on it. The food it. looks amazing. It smells good, too. Uh, number three, you have a good heart. You have a good heart. Think, I've been called a heathen before. But, well, you know. I know you in personal life. You have a pretty good heart, Jim. <laughs> you wish good for others. 
<laughs> you have clean water. Okay. I now that's that. a yeah. big deal, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Especially if you're in Detroit. Right. Right. Um, someone number six. Someone cares for you. Well, that's everybody yeah. wants that, yeah. right? I think so. Number seven. You strive to be better. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I'm right here. That's it. You get what you get. Yeah. Uh, number eight, you have clean clothes. Yeah, these, these are washed. These are, clean. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing ever. Uh, number nine, you have a dream. I have a dream that there's that the whole office here in studio is stacked to the ceiling with craft beers. I, I have and, a dream that we have millions and millions of listeners that grill this. And, and, and so you're, you're a lot smarter than I am. And number 10, you're breathing. Well, well we, that depends all, on a lot of stuff. We're I mean, all doing that right now. That's good. And uh, so the motto is to be thankful for the little things, right? Yep. So there you go. <laughs> totally useless here on grill this, but, you know, trying to make you happy. Oh, uh, yeah. Nope, I'm I'm happy. We're breathing, we're eating, we're drinking. So I I'm seeing some cool things. I, I know we're gonna have to dive in that pretty soon. Right. So what did you what did you bring today? So this was inspired by my little sister. She's recently turned vegetarian, so I just did some uh curried sweet potatoes and some uh basmati rice. Oh nice. It's nice and simple, nothing crazy. Don't you love curry though. I do love curry. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So we'll 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 dive into that. Should we explore this whole vegan thing, or should we leave that alone? <laughs> we can, let's, let's, let's ask some questions. I'm, 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 uh, so, again, teach his own. I, I don't, I don't, whatever you like to eat is whatever you like to eat. Um, so, I guess, the, so, what makes a person decide that meat is not for them? Which, I, I understand the, the killing of animals. A lot of people are, are that's not appealing to people. So, um, is it hard to trick your, or get used to eating just getting rid of meat out of your diet? That's a very excellent question. Like you gentlemen, I, I, I enjoy my presence. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Um, we, we do, um, we do cater to a lot to, uh, people with, uh, special, uh, dietary restrictions sure. and di uh, lifestyle choices at, at our property. So, um, I, over the course of the past year and a half, two years, it's definitely been a culinary journey for me, uh, learning, uh, people's preferences and, and, and their lifestyle choices. Um, I would say it would vary from person to person as to how challenging sure. you would find it. Um, I myself, just uh, for timing-wise and, and just uh, the time that it takes to go to the grocery store or take the food home and cook it, I'm, I'm not a very big meat person myself, per se, not necessarily by choice, just for con convenience, convenience sake. Sure, sure. So... Um, Adjusting to it, would I say that I miss it so much? No, I, I wouldn't say that I do. Uh, if I go out with a friend or something, uh, I'll, I'll order hamburger. Why not? Uh, apart from that, is I, for me personally, if I had to cut meat out of my diet, it wouldn't be a very big issue. Uh, I know. I from, would be institutionalized. I guess that I think instantly. Yeah. Like I said, well, I, I guess it's a personal choice. It is absolutely. obviously, yeah. and and. Um, uh, you know, some people just don't like the animal part of that, or some people just don't like the taste, or they read something that they didn't like about it. And I, I get it. Everybody's entitled sure. to their own deal. What I don't want <laughs> is in, trying to influence me <laughs> not to eat meat. And I don't want to hear anything from PETA and all that. I, I You know, whatever. But this is happy grill this. <laughs> yeah, no, the thing is I have, I have some very close friends who are vegan, and that's the cool thing. I mean, they will they will tell you why they're vegan yeah. and they will eat vegan, but they don't. They know who I am and what I do, so they don't try to like push you. In that, you that's know? a good thing. You know, yeah. they're like, yeah, eat what you want to eat, and I eat what I want, and that's fine. You know, we have real vegetables on the grill, and they they, oh, they can be yeah. very tasty. V vegetables, fruits. Uh, even root vegetables. Yeah. Remember the uh, the second Salmon Ranch cooking oh, show with so the root good. vegetables yeah. that Tim made? They it was were delicious. Wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, you could. There's definitely some options. Uh, you know, with vegetables. Uh, yeah. So I can I can see it. So in addition to Keith's creation with the curry and the rice and the and the sweet potato, is that yep. what it was? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Which we'll dive into. It's my nickname, by the way. Um, sweet potato. <laughs> is it really? No, it's not. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> Um, I, I just decided to stick something in here my own self, sure. uh, because, uh, working my way up till, uh, March 17th, yep. which is uh, celebration time for anybody that's human. Yeah. Uh, it's St. Patrick's day Absolutely. and whatever. And, um, um, 
you know, good corned beef and cabbage and corned beef and sauerkraut and whatever is all, you know, what I love. But I started in February because I, uh, I want to work up to the, to the St. Patrick's Day. Nice, deal. nice. So what we have over here, too, is, uh, are some sliders, and they're on soft rye, and they're maple honey-encrusted sliders with sharp cheddar cheese, uh, uh, some of that wonderful corned beef, and a little bit of sweet baby raised dipping sauce on top. Uh, I have no problems with anything you said there. <laughs> so we'll, uh, you know, we'll dive into that here in a little bit. You want to try another beer uh, while we're at it? Yep. So uh, again, this was uh, my stop with. You know what? Let's let's we'll go back to Eli Fish in a minute. Let's go ahead and see what we got back. Mm-hmm. Matt always uh, he brings everything, and it's super cold because there's nothing worse than a beer that's warm. Now, in the old days, before refrigerators, yeah. that's all you had. It Served was under the, the cask, kitchen table, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, but but we've improved on that. Now, now this is from you, gentlemen. Uh, this is from Rohrbox, which is, number one, one of our favorite. Absolutely, on the earth. Uh, yeah, right. we love John Erlob and the whole uh, the whole staff at, at Rohrbox. Uh, and remember, when we went to their uh, anniversary party, we got a chance to have some of this. Yeah. We're going to have some of it right now. They too. had that on tap. That was so good. Yeah, that yeah. was really good. Yeah. And it was it was a limited release, too, yeah. I believe. Yes, yeah. it was. So this is the Bananas Fosters. And thank you, by the way, gentlemen, for bringing this. We definitely appreciate that. So this is the Bananas Fosters. Uh, it is uh, brewed in collaboration with Nine Maidens Brewing. Uh, and it's a classic Scotch ale inspired by Bananas Fosters. brewed with cinnamon and, and uh, conditioned on banana puree and vanilla. Uh, it's a 7.0, which I was yeah, not okay. aware of before. Yeah. Yeah, so we now No work... wonder we had so much fun at that <laughs> at that celebration, you know. So yeah, now we're beginning again, if your standard Budweiser cores is like 5 or 5.5 five, five maybe, you start getting to 7s or 8s, or you're beginning to, you know, you're going to be staying wherever you wherever you're at for a little bit. Right. Yeah. So All right, let's go ahead uh, and uh, re-explore the Bananas Foster from Robot. Celebrate the opening. Ah, don't you right. just love that sound? All right, Jim, let me get your glass All here. All right, there you go. Thank you, sir. All right. On Grill This here, we sampled. Well, we started out sampling <laughs> two or three, and and uh, the last few podcasts. <laughs> we we uh, love that. What we remember of it, we... <laughs> no, we... Uh, uh, we we get five in or so anymore, Sometimes right? Yeah, more it's great. Yeah. Uh, would you like to sample some of this? Absolutely. He's got oh, some. He's got yeah, some. they awesome. had some. <laughs> oh, they, they were already. They got out of, uh, yeah. early on us. Yeah. Smart men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Before you even get the glass to your lips, the you bananas are on you. Smell the bananas. Absolutely. That's a wonderful beer. This is one of my new favorites from Robot. Really? It really yeah. is. Yep. I, I, I have been uh, partial to the Highland Lager and Space Kitty for a long time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This one is is definitely something mm. for. I love this the flavor. It's a really yeah, good beer. It's a good mouthfeel and everything to it. I wonder what puts the banana in there if it's real bananas. Yeah, banana puree. It says on the can. It uh, doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm. Gosh, that's good. Never thought about stopping bananas. <laughs> now there's an idea. <laughs> they get between your toes, right? <laughs> I think they put it in a giant blender. <laughs> They collect all the bananas that are passed from everybody's house. Yeah, <laughs> they, they make beer out of it, right? It's before that uh, the grandmothers turn it into uh, uh, banana bread. Right, right, right. I love banana bread. I do too. Mm. I Especially do too. you put butter on it, put it in a microwave, oh, and heat it up a little bit. Man. <laughs> oh my gosh! Real, real quick, uh, before uh, we move on, I just wanted to mention. Uh, I believe the. New York State Craft Brewers Association is doing a virtual event coming up. That's your next event is virtual. Uh, it's a it's the a one event. in Long Island. Uh, no, no, that one that one's not virtual. Oh, okay, but there's one that's in between. It's uh, for Valentine's Day. Oh, okay, all right. I wasn't aware so, of that. Yeah, well. so it's a val- it's a Valentine's Day package. You get like a you get uh, sent some beer or you pick up some beer from, from somewhere, I believe, and they also have like a virtual thing that you can do with it. So if you want, if you have a if you're a couple that loves beer, I feel like you and your sweetheart also like beer, this is a nice little Valentine's Day package. Just go to the New York State Craft Brewers Association website. You can pick that up for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. Uh, the next one is in April, I believe, the, the, in the live uh, festival, and it's in Long Island. Are, are we going, Jim? Now, are we, are we going? <laughs> I say, why not, Jim? <laughs> Any excuse for a road trip? <laughs> 
I mean, you know. We like being on the road, right? Yeah, we do. We do. We do. (laughs) (laughs) I was doing a little research this week. Not that this matters too much, but um, I was in, uh, because, you know, we're cutting edge here on Grill This. I was in uh, the, uh, how do I describe it? The, uh, well, Wegmans. Uh Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The the neighbor store in upstate New York, yeah. And uh, so uh, I was in the Pittsford store. Okay. Nice store. Hoity-toity. Right? Okay, that's where all the money is. Yeah. Uh, So I went to the meat department, and I was in the morning, and I love walking up there and watching them put the fish out and the, you know, giant scallops Mm. for 100 bucks a piece. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to the meat counter, and they have Japanese A5 strip steak. Okay. You want to guess at how much? Oh, man. A hundred bucks. $219.99 a pound. Okay. Man. Well, look at the marbling in this, right? I mean, have you ever seen anything like that? It's so marbled that it's... Is it, this this it, is is this Wagyu? No, well I don't know. It says Japanese A five. I wonder what the, what that is. I don't know. It did not say Wagyu on. Yeah, I know Wagyu is always really high. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. Oh yeah, yeah. The marble. You're absolutely. In, yeah. That's it, it, nuts, isn't it's it? It's like there's almost like more fat than meat. Yeah. <laughs> now, so I, uh, my radio partner on the home repair clinic on News Radio Wham eleven eighty, John Welch. I sent him the copy of that picture, and I said... The big voice guy for Grill List? Yeah, big on Grill List, right. Uh, And I said, I need you to pick me up six pounds of this. (laughs) I'm I'm having a special get-together. And what was his response? And and he was just disrespectful. (laughs) And you think you know a guy, right? Right. (laughs) It was nuts. So, anyway... By the, but did you know? I don't know if you heard. Wham's actually going to be uh, in that St. Patty's Day parade. We're uh, uh, we're like the the, the lead. Pe- I forgot the term, but Wham's going to be uh, putting showcasing some of its talent. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you, you, make, you make it a call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going to be at Olacy's <laughs> in Batavia, enjoying <laughs> some sauerkraut and whatever. I yes, sir. Know. We'll see. Anyway, okay. Uh, up next would be some food. Yes, that's yeah, all right. Let's, let's so get into it. you guys uh, talk amongst yourselves, and I will. Uh, w- let's start out with the sliders. Okay. And uh, and you know then the people that don't want meat can. As Jim mentioned before, grill this is available on all podcast platforms: Spotify, iHeart, uh, wherever you get your podcast. Oh, and by the way, um, if you want to see Jim and I in action in Albany. I actually just got done putting that together finally. There's, there's some audio issues, so I have to work that out. But it's better now, uh, and it should be up by the end. By the time this is on, by the time you hear this podcast, it'll be up. So if you go to our Grill This YouTube channel, uh, it's about uh, 10 minutes long or so. You get to see uh, Jim and I talking to some people and and, and some pictures of, of what, what we experienced in Albany. Uh, it was a great time. Uh, it was we, wonderful. Yeah, we love Everyone was so nice to us. We were treated yeah. very kindly, and... I can't wait for the next one. Absolutely. Well, anytime we can take grill this on the road and talk to the people that really make it. Absolutely. Uh, it's just a it's a great thing. So take a bite of this and see. Uh, now, I cooked this on the pellet grill. Okay. All right. Um, normally, you take corned beef and you boil it or you... You can put it in a crock pot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so this time I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to put a little uh, au jus base on it, little, give it a little water, okay. and put it in a pellet grill. And I I grilled it for, I don't know, I think I had it set for 200, maybe did three hours at 200, then mm-hmm. I upped it a little bit. I had a probe in there. I wanted to get it to 165 in the middle, and I let it rest for quite a long time an hour and a half or so it's very easy to eat it it came out a little tougher than i wanted even though i let it rest a lot mm-hmm. um and sometimes it's just a cut of meat you get you know i probably bought it at a discount place because i'm cheap <laughs> but 
I think we've we've already seen what you've done with some of that shuck roast that you've done. Mm -hmm. That you can, if you do things the right way, it doesn't matter how cheap yeah. the cut is, you can make it tender and delicious. Take one of those jacquard. Uh, I don't know what you call those. Mm -hmm. A jacquard. Mm -hmm. You jacquard it. You know, it's a. It's got thirty-five knives, and it pokes in there, right. and then you put oil on there, and you get that down inside. Now, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think this is pretty good. What do you guys think? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Silence, Silence is golden. Exact, I was going to say the same thing. I was say the same thing. When you hear nothing, that means it's going well. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I love rye bread. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do too. And right. this is light rye. And you buttered it so good too. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice, nice coat of butter on it. It's How'd great. you know? I, I can tell. It's very mm -hmm. good. I don't know. I could, I could eat this stuff all day. I love corned beef. And it's a different taste. Um, I also love... Uh, uh, cabbage, mm -hmm. boiled cabbage with I lots of butter and mm -hmm. whatever on that. That's wonderful. That's so easy. A head of cabbage is what two bucks, something like that. And then you can just cut it up and boil it away and whatever. So now that you're, so I, I know all of us are. You're still pretty young, but we're all we're all a little older now. I know back in the day, you would probably, and I know I was, would be out. During St. Patty's Day, mm -hmm. and that whole brouhaha, a brouhaha, right? Right, what, right? You get out there at like what eight, eight in the morning or something like that, <laughs> and, you, and you're there, and, they, and then you wake up somewhere. You got a memory going. <laughs> on. Yeah, absolutely. I do. Does do you do you guys still take part in any of that that kind of stuff now, or is it is it are, are we are we past those days now? Oh, I'm old, but I ain't dead. Uh, I don't know. No, you're, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking, he knows I'm looking right <laughs> yeah, at it. Right. Cause I want to So back in culinary school, there was a tight knit group of friends and just, just the holidays were always special. Christmas Eve, Christmas day, mm -hmm. Easter, what have you, Hanukkah, Christmas. I said Christmas. Uh, St. Patrick's day was always special as well. Somebody was always doing a crack of, uh, corned beef and cabbage Absolutely. actually. And then everybody would all, since we were all culinary students and baking pastry students, we'd, everybody would bring somebody, uh, something over to, uh, John Sanchez's house or my house or what have you. Uh, yeah, you, you, you think I'm young, but I'm, I'm pretty old inside. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> Now that's funny. That's I, hilarious. I usually I usually work on my St. Patrick's Day. Um, every once in a while, where I've been, I've been in the, uh, the same property for seven years. Uh, prior to their, um, um, I don't want to say consumption by Hyatt, but uh, um, consumption by Hyatt, uh, we we would do a St. Patrick's Day <laughs> again with the corned beef. Yep. Uh, we would do uh, boiled ham every once in a while with potatoes, and yeah. Apart from that, it's just. Uh, Work, go home, have a pint of Guinness, and go yeah. to sleep. <laughs> do you do the green beer? I don't do the green beer. Yeah. I've seen the green beer. I've, I've stayed far away from the green it's beer because that just doesn't look yeah. well, natural. You, Jim, you know I'm have to, I have to ask you, buddy. What about you? <laughs> I've seen the green beer, and it ain't me. Um, the uh, Some years when I get to plan, when, when uh, St. Patrick's Day is – maybe during the week or whatever, and it's not up against the weekends when I have to work on the radio. Right. Uh, we would go to Old Lacey's, which is a, a yeah, Irish pub. and not, uh, not too far from me. Uh, yeah, it's right around the corner. And that's a wonderful place. The food's excellent. They take all the tables out, and you can't even move in there. It's so much fun. <laughs> People are dressed up with the stupid hats on their heads or whatever. And, and I'm a... As you are, a people watcher person. Yeah, yep. And I just enjoy sitting back and watching people make idiots of themselves, <laughs> and it's so much fun. Yep. And, you know, you consume a couple of adult beverages. Absolutely. Everybody wins. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, and, and it's just a, a celebration at that place. They also celebrate halfway through the year. Right. To St. <laughs> sure. Patrick's Day. So it's a win no matter what. Yeah, I, I was gonna say if you if you're uh, like a, a craft beer person or even a wine person, the gr the green beer is probably not your thing. That's right. yeah. that's because all they do really is they take like like uh, some industrialized beer like like I don't I, I don't want to name one, but you know what I'm you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And they just diet, and that's that's pretty much your beer. That's a that's an advertising thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, anybody can you know consume something with dye in it, and then give it off yeah you're not going to die a beer that costs 25 dollars <laughs> right, probably right. <laughs> that's not craft brewery no um a couple of things before we dive into another uh, another beer here 
uh, meat prices. Oh, here we go. Uh, and you know how this affects us. And you and I, <laughs> we're not going to stop buying meat. No. But it hurts like hell. It does. Right? It do- right now, it really does. Meat prices that were $20 in 1935 in 2021 were $474.06. That is amazing. Isn't that something? That's amazing. Um, that is amazing. That's, that's craziness. Now, I boiled this down because you know, all you hear when you listen to the news is uh, inflation, 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 yeah. inflation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, here's the deal. Uh, 19... Uh, inflation rate 1941 things started to go nuts 12.92 percent all right and then we got into 1945 and 46 and things were in the 40 percent inflation jeez nothing more until 1973 when the energy crisis happened okay and it was in the 30s 2021 15% 15% Jeez. on meats. That's it's crazy. It's just absolutely insane. Um, so, the bottom line is we need to figure out how to reverse all of this. we got to get out of this. Have you have you tried recently to buy, like, chicken wings? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. insane. Now, you've got, you got the Super Bowl coming up, right? right. That's, that's like the, the wing. Chicken wing capital of the world. Right, right. right. I just just for you know I wanted to cook some wings on the on the charcoal grill actually the, the other weekend I went to uh, one of the local grocery stores I remember maybe a couple years ago buying a thing of wings it was probably like I don't know ten dollars or something like that right it's twenty five dollars yeah twenty five dollars <laughs> it's insane for wings. It's insane. You used to get those for 20, 25 cents a piece or, like a, or dime wings at some nights, right? It's, it's insane right now. I went out last night with a group of my fellow home inspectors. Oh, that was exciting. <laughs> uh, and uh, we go out to the same restaurant once a month and talk about war stories and whatever. Right. And, and I'm on uh, a diet that I just violated. Right, same here. I ruined and, it today, uh, right now. I, had tw- I ordered 12 chicken wings. It was seventeen dollars and ninety nine. <laughs> mild, nothing fancy, yeah. just mild, just regular old wing wings, sauce, yeah. right? A uh, couple of little things of blue cheese, right? And and it was just, it was insane. Yeah, these are wings. You wings you used to eat by you know, you used to chuck them because they're yeah. they're they're right. cheap, right? right? They're they're supposed to be like a cheap snack, not not, not anymore. So anyway, yeah. All right, yeah, we're just depressing. <laughs> <laughs> you drag this whole thing down. <laughs> The sliders were delicious. Oh yeah, uh, definitely looking forward to uh, St. Patty's. It should be a good time. Yeah. Um, you been keeping warm, Jim? Uh, in the, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm getting ready to go uh, uh, up north into the Adirondacks for a few days of snowmobiling. Okay, leaving on Saturday. To do Excellent, that. awesome. And uh, and I will for the first time in a long time I will be gone for Super Bowl. Wow! I will be at a sports bar somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, with a bunch of Paul Bunyan type things, so it'll be great. It'll be a lot of fun, you know. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Are you watching Super Bowl? I know a lot of people's teams aren't really in the Super Bowl this year, so Buffalo didn't make it, right? No, Buffalo. Oh, didn't make it. forget about it. No, there you go. Absolutely, <laughs> the same year. I, I'm not even. I was going to go out uh, to watch it, but now I think we're just staying in. Yeah. Uh, probably going to cook something on the grill, have a couple beers, and just watch it at home. That's that's really <laughs> watch the commercials and see what's going on with the halftime show. I think and that's really that's that's really it this time around. It's all about the Budweiser commercials. It, isn't it, it is. After it all? is. <laughs> There's like a puppy bowl or something too, right? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. We got the curry out. Oh no. Uh-oh, we got we got. So I'm gonna <laughs> take a couple of pictures. Of this. I have to, you know, uh, for. Uh, grill this on Facebook and also uh, on jimsalmon.com and inside the margesrio.com. Not, not like I'm trying to plug anything, but uh, just so you can get a chance to see uh, what we are eating. So, again, just real quick to recap. So, this doesn't have any meat in it. It's got now, can you just explain the ingredients one more time for us? So, the dish is vegan. I basically I toasted off a little curry powder, uh, curry powder, turmeric, uh, paprika, 
uh, some other spices mixed in there, uh, a little bit of cinnamon. Um, I just uh, toasted that off, and then I sweat down the carrots and garlic and a little bit of ginger, and then I add a little bit of oil, sweat down um, all mm. the other veggies, and uh, threw in some uh, oh, that's coconut wonderful. milk. Mm. Well, Jim, uh, Jim what does turmeric do to you? What is turmeric? The yeah, worst, I mean, the worst thing you can imagine. <laughs> 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 but but it's a, I, I hear it every once in a while put into a recipe. But what oh, does it is it give a? I don't know. What does it so give? Turmeric is technically it's it's just, um, in my experience, uh, it's one of the more powerful flavors that you can you can okay. actually use right. if you if you can use it right. Mm. Uh, it, it's one of the more healthier uh, things you can use as well. It's 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 based off a of root. Uh, basically, when you go to a store, you see turmeric powder. It's just all that ground up roots. It's okay. similar. It's similar right. in appearance to ginger. Uh, but um, yeah, it's supposed to be very, very good delicious. for you. It's an anti-inflammatory. Mm. Um, yeah. Now, Jim, this this is mm. all vegetable. This is this is fantastic, though. Well, I would eat this along with the primary. <laughs> I mean, this is great. This is wonderful. I love uh, mm. every mm. once in a while. You know, you know how your wives drag you to stuff. Mm. Uh, you know, you go to a. A tourist town, and yep. there's a whole bunch of stores and whatever. And some guys like going up and down, going in the stores, and some guys don't. I love that stuff, especially when we come to one of those stores that sells spices, and oh, yeah. oils, and whatever. That's right. so much fun. Right. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's this good. amazing. All right, so what are you cooking tomorrow, Keith? What would you like? Prime rib. <laughs> <laughs> I could eat this. I, I think could... we could do that. Yeah. I'm a, mm. I, you know, I'm a very, I'm a very big fan of curry. Uh, mm. On my mom's side, uh, I'm J- J- Jamaican heritage, mm-hmm. and Jamaicans have to curry stuff too, obviously. Yeah. So I, I, I've eaten a lot of curry chicken, curry pork chops, curry goat. Uh, I, yeah. I, I love really? it. Really? Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah. Mm. Some of my favorite stuff in the world, and this is delicious. This is right up there, man. Mm. So well done, Keith. Good, okay. good job. Well, thank you very much. Do thank we you. have a? Don't you have a clap line or something? You oh, can yeah, use oh, on him? oh yeah. Hey, no, wait a minute. Let me set it up. Well done, Keith. This is great. <laughs> there you go. All nice, right. Nice to set up, Jim. Keith Sideri, sous chef, expert, uh, highly trained culinary expert. Oh. And, um, you know, after after usually I eat a meal, though, uh, Matthew. <laughs> Can you a little I, I need to, uh, yeah, I need to wash it down with something. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. We have a whole bunch of stuff in there. Some of these beers that are in the, they're actually packed in snow, are um, from the uh, New York State Craft Brewers Association bundle. So you can you can yeah. pick whatever you want or, yeah, or I'm, not. I'm, I'm going through it. There's a bunch of good stuff in here. Mm-hmm. Matt is, uh, he is the quintessential craft brew expert. Uh, here on Grill List, but you know, I, I I do what I can, and you bring a lot of you good do food. What you can. <laughs> I bring you bring you bring the food to the table. I bring the beverages to wash down the food, so we make a good pair here. Um, so let's go. Out. I'm gonna go back to the eye fish right now. All right. So this one's a pineapple upside down cake. That's wonderful. Yeah, so you can see the picture of that right there. So it is a sweet desert sour filled with pineapples. And what feels like liquid cake, and a hint of cherry, with a with a black note with a back note of molasses. <laughs> now, when you said liquid cake, <laughs> I expect us to have some heft to it, some thickness to it, right? It looks like it's liquefied funfetti cake. How how much? How much uh, alcohol? Yep, good question. Seven point All right, now we're making <laughs> we're making some progress here. Yeah, this is uh, live on grill. <laughs> You may not understand the grill this podcast at the end, but it's okay. All right. This is what we love, right? Here, here we go. Here it goes. Oh, yeah. All right. Eli Fish. It smells good. Where is that located again? Uh, it's right on Main Street uh, in, in Batavia. Batavia. Right, okay. yeah. Yep. Well, I think we need to go do grill this right there in, uh, you know, right in, in inside Eli Fish. Right? Now, I will say this. Number one, Eli Fish is fantastic. They were they opened, they were opened a long there was something else a long time ago. Uh, one of the first craft brewers, and I think it burned down or something like that, and then they reestablished it as Eli Fish. Uh, and they do, Batavia has now, they do a, a craft beer fest in Batavia now. Really? Okay. So, who, and I know uh, my friend Felipe, who was involved with it before, he got me in there a couple times. We will be there. 
All when, right. they, when they do their craft brew fest too. Wonderful. Yep. All right, let me go ahead and pour this out for everybody. So I appreciate it. <laughs> Here, here's a fresh glass. Mm. Matt always pours uh, more for the other people and less for him. You know, I'm a gentleman that He's way. a team player. Generous. Yeah. Uh, try some, sir. Yes, sir. All Please. right, Keith. Thank you. So, Keith, are you are you a craft beer guy? Do you like craft beer? You know, I'm not picky. I'm not a very big. <laughs> <laughs> That's as honest as you can get, right there. Thank you. Keith reminds me of a keg type guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's always better on draft, right? It's yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice oh, absolutely. Um, Got to say, there's 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 no shame mm. in, in in Genesee. Uh, no, love Genesee. I love uh, Genesee Brewing too. Oh, absolutely. Um, not a big IPA guy personally, but um, yeah, neither am I. Just yeah. uh, always liked uh, going out to bars, trying something new. And there's nothing wrong with that either. And I do like IPAs, but although one day I did bring you in a really good. He idea. brought me in an IPA, and he said, "You got to try this." And I go, oh, "Okay." And it was one of the better beers I've ever had. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it, I guess, it just depends on the whole. Yep. Who makes know. it and the kind right. of IPA you get? So, what do you think of this? I like this beer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. It's unique. It's, it is. There's a bunch of different. There's a bunch of notes in there. I think the, the fruit gives it that more. It gives it that sour taste. But you can you can you can taste the cake a little bit in there too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, some citrus in here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely, um, and it is medium sour. Yeah, it's, it's medium not sour. not pucker sour. There's some but, sweetness to this. Yeah. There's a little bit of sweetness to this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Yep, it's not bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'd uh, I'd have more of that if there was any left. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next, uh, we try to cover a grill of the day. Yes, sir. Uh, Super Bowl coming up uh, next Sunday, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. uh, depending on what time this broadcast gets out. <laughs> <laughs> That that was not even. You should have seen the look I got with that. Our friends at Blackstone uh, have what's called the Blackstone On the Go Tailgater, a portable griddle with removable grill. The only problem is it's temporarily out of stock. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Like about everything else on the planet, right? It's $549. The reviews aren't perfect for it. Mm. It's a four and a half, and there were some. I don't know. Order now and we'll ship in 12 to 16 weeks. Well, football season's over. Yeah, right. um, Although it does look interesting. Um, And then on the top of that is the Blackstone company itself. You're you're familiar with the griddles? I am familiar with the Blackstone griddles, yes. Blackstoneproducts.com, where you can find all, all this stuff we're talking about. They have decided to put together what's called a, a culinary bundle. All right, so they have two sizes, a 28-inch. Okay. And I don't figure this out, but the 28-inch culinary uh, range top bundle is $1,699. Jeez. Uh, the 28-inch culinary range top bundle is finally here. Incredible versatility, five burners. Um Basting dome, grill press, the whole bit. But it comes with a whole bunch of other stuff, including Proposition 65 warnings. <laughs> says, Caution. Spontaneous combustion, uh, i.e. fire, right. may result from oil-soaked materials properly disposed of oil-soaked rags. What the hell does that have to do with a grill? I don't know. All right. Now, all right now, okay, back to this. So but it comes. it's a bundle, and it comes with a bunch of stuff. The uh, 28-inch culinary range top combo griddle, uh, culinary griddle kit, 28-inch range top soft cover, culinary cast iron seasoning and conditioner, <laughs> culinary <laughs> gre- grease cup liners, uh, basting dome, warming rack, squeeze bottles, culinary griddle press, infrared thermometer, steak and brittle, uh, burger <laughs> griddle, uh, trio kit, mm. regional griddle more trio kit, and a bref- breakfast, lunch, and dinner griddle more trio kit. 
I don't know what the well, that means. Well, I, I guess if you're going to – this is the Super Bowl coming up. This, yeah. the, this is the big game. So I guess well, the, pro, the, the, the difference out, right? is the 28-inch, there's also a 36-inch that's only fourteen ninety nine. Okay. Now, I, it's got about the same stuff in there, but it's bigger. 60,000 BTUs on the on the 36-inch. So um, these grills are real popular right yeah, now because yeah. uh, um, you can roast and do burgers and all kinds of stuff on the tops. So. Right. I don't know. Whatever. Well, as we were saying, this is the big game. So I guess if you're going to go big, this is the time. Right? Usually <clears throat> during football season, uh, you might tailgate at your local – you know, team's uh, event, but your local team is probably not playing anymore. <laughs> so, mine isn't. Not mine isn't either. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I felt bad for you though. You uh, took it on that chin. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard. Poor being, Matthew T. Wilson. Hard being a Raiders fan, folks. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah. So people now are either going to big parties or they're probably going to go to a, like a sports bar or something, right? So. If you're hosting a big party, you, you want to do it big. You, you don't want like a little small tailgater anymore. You want to do the big grill for right, right. all your friends and family and whoever's coming over. Yeah. Um, are you into this? Whole, anybody here into this whole uh, Chinese New Year thing? Uh, I mean, I like to eat Chinese food. No, is that, that does that does that count? Uh, I love Chinese. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> I can eat it. You know, like a combine. Um, the biggest cities in the united states to celebrate the chinese new year okay now we do these studies all the time yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah number one my on. guess i'm gonna say it's gotta be new york yeah absolutely yeah, new york new city york. Yeah. you ever been to chinatown i have there? i have that's so it's, much fun it's great i love it yeah if you can get from one end to the other and you're still alive it's a riot <laughs> they have all these open air markets and stuff yeah. that's just a great yep uh, number two, San Francisco. Number three, Los Angeles. Yeah, I was say uh, Vegas, Oakland, Philadelphia, Chicago, Portland, Honolulu, Hawaii. Well, I would yeah. expect that, right? Yeah. Uh, and Houston, Texas. Texas is kind of weird. All the other ones I see, I could see. Texas, I didn't really think that would be like a... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It must be. Yeah. Um, the worst cities to celebrate Chinese New Year. Uh oh. Okay. So let me, <laughs> I love this part. Let me try to guess. North Dakota. Let me see. No, that didn't. That didn't make the oh, list, right. but it probably wasn't even on the list. <laughs> Number two hundred is Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> you know, last grill list before we went on on the road to Albany for the Craft Brewers uh, Festival, we did. Um, those little lobsters. What do you call those things? Oh, the crawfish. Crawfish. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were great. Those are delicious. Those fun. are very That's delicious. That's probably what they're eating down there. Yep. Uh, and then followed up by Kansas City, Macon, Georgia, Montgomery, Alabama, Little Rock, Arkansas. These are all like barbecue places. Yes, you, exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Huntsville, Alabama, uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Spring Mill, Massachusetts, uh, Midland, Texas, and Tallahassee, Florida. So those all uh, make sense. Yeah. You could go to any of those places, probably get a great what? whole pig or a rack of ribs or something. But yeah, what year is this? Do we know the year of the? It's the tiger, right? This is, is the it? year of the tiger. Is I think it? it is. Yep, I think it's the year of the tiger. Yeah, I, thought, I think the year of the dragon was the last one, which well, was okay. mine. I'm the year of the dragon. My <laughs> favorite is the year of the rat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just People ask me all the time if, you know, because the current situation in the world, yeah. who knows what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, every once in a while, somebody has one too many adult beverages and says, you know, if the wheels came out the world and you had no food, would you eat a rat? Oh. And uh, you and I would figure out how to cook a Listen, rat properly. If you could if you could <laughs> smoke any, slow cook anything, it's always right, going to be good. Exactly. You know, so I eat yeah. a rat absolutely. And I wouldn't even think. I wouldn't even think about it. This is probably one of the dumbest things we've ever. Come up with. That's too funny. Well, gentlemen, we, we Keith is looking at us I like, know. like, what's wrong with He's these like, people? Why did I decide to do this? Yeah, Keith, Jim, we have time for one more. If you want to, all try right, one yeah, more. absolutely. Try one Let's more? dive all in right. it. We. Uh, we we started out uh, in the early days of Grill This, only uh, trying out, uh, I don't know, two or three beers. And then we graduated to 42. And it's, it's just more fun. Now, this one looks really cool. What now, is that? this was cool because you know what I love about uh, beers like this? 
a lot of the brewers that collaborated on this were actually at the brew fest. Right. So this is a special collaboration beer. So let me let me name off all. There's a lot of different brewers that were involved in this one. Let me name them all off: West Shore Brewing Company, Rusty Nickel, Pressure Job, Eli Fish, OFW, Lancaster Brewing, Lily Bell Meads, Big Inlet Brewing, and Windy Brew all collaborated to make this wow. one beer. Yeah. Yep. So this is called the O Fudge Imperial Chocolate Fudge Porter. With peanut butter fluff. Oh, what a way to finish <laughs> off this grill list. Now, I want to tell you that there were four of those yeah. uh, in that bundle. Did, did, did you give me any? You're holding the last one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so so you, you've had this one already? Yeah. That's it's, pretty, it's, it's a good that one. That doesn't mean I don't want any yeah, now. But this is, this yes, is a good one. Of course not. It yep. is. So, What's not, the alcohol in this? You, you guys ready for this one? Ten five. Oh yeah. So we, we're going to end off with a <laughs> the banger. Yeah. So it, again, as as I, I like to remind everyone, five is the standard uh, beer for like a Budweiser or a Coors or your or your general industrial beer. So ten point five. We're at like double that now. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're into real craft brew <laughs> territory right here. And and uh, I I just I wonder how they all contributed to that. We got to find that out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know what? That's great. I do know the people at Eli Fish. We'll have to go there because we've had two from there that were collaboration beers. Right. So Eli Fish and they've won. They won. Uh, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but they the New York State's Craft Brewers Association has has like a contest and to see who the who's the best brewer in New York State. They won it. Okay. So, all right, cool. Yeah, so, all right, right, here we go. Here we go. That is the finest sound man ever made. It smells great. Right there. (laughs) All right, Jim. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Now, Keith, I I assume you have not had this one before? No, I have not. Okay. So, there's some for Jim. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Mm mm mm. A little for Keith, thank you, and for myself. That is a wonderful beer. It really is. So here we mm. go. Mm. What do you think? This is very good. This is very good. Now, again, we've <laughs> the thing I love about you, Jim. Number one <laughs> is that. You have now you. I think you're at the upper echelon of beer. You've tried almost everything now, right? When, when just, it comes, yeah, just about. And uh, well, I have uh, four or five. <laughs> I have five hundred other ones we haven't tried yet, but they're all about the same of other stuff we right. tried. Yeah, but I'm saying from you've tried from like the general like Pilsner, right, all the way up to like the like things that come up like mud almost, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would think this would be thicker, but it's not. However, it has the flavors of something that would be thicker. It it does. And, uh, and it's a, it's an easy drinking beer. You yes. can tell that it's higher on alcohol. You definitely can. Uh, but you can't tell that it's a ten. You might you might get a six or a seven. Out you can't of tell it. it's a ten, but you can definitely yeah. tell. You can you yeah. can taste you can taste the alcohol in this one more than the other ones. Yeah. But what, so Keith, what do you think of the flavor here? What I do like is it's it's not too sweet. Uh, obviously, you, you, when you smell it, you get the the nuttiness from it. Um, there's almost a little bit of a smoky flavor in there. Uh, yep. That yep. accompanies the the cocoa. Uh, or the chocolate, whatever you want to call it. Um, it finishes really well. It's yeah. not too heavy, uh, and you really can't tell that there is that much alcohol in there. Um, I think the sweetness cuts out of it, so you don't get all that burn. Keith made a good point. It's 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 sweet, but not it is not too sweet. Right. You know what I mean? There's a little bit of in there. And you know, one of the things he said there is he's got all the nut taste in it. Yeah. And yeah. and. Uh, I also I thought initially I thought that was coffee. Yeah. But I don't think it is. It's I not. think it's the nut taste. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's an excellent beer. This is very very, very good. complex. Yep. Yeah. A oh. bit of toastiness in there. Well. There you yeah. go. Yeah, there you That's go. a well yeah, that's well it. I, yeah. I was deceived. I, I got the coffee in there. And I think it was like there's that that toastiness in there that yep. maybe because because if it's really coffee, you get that in the back, right? And, yeah. And you don't get the coffee in the back. Yep. So you're right. It's the toastiness. Very very well said. Mm. Yep. That's a nice beer. Yeah. We might have to have him back again sometime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have him help us analyze stuff. 
Well, number two, three things. We always like it when we have craft brewers on the show. We always like it when we have people who actually work it. Yeah. You know, Jim and I are very big service industry supporters, uh, and we love people who work in the business. I've, I've been part of the business. I, I We we go there. We support you guys. You know, you, it, I know it's been tough during this whole thing. Yeah, really. Uh, but to come out on the other side of it, it looks like we're kind of finally nearing the end of this thing. Uh, and it's good. It's good to have people like you that you continue to bring us happiness during some tough times. So, so congratulations yeah. for Thank sticking you. It really that means a lot for you to say that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, we also like three compartment sinks. Yes. And, yes. Yes. And do you uh, <laughs> do you ever get into the bartending part of that or myself? No. No. no I've okay. done front and back of house. I have done. Almost everything front of house, uh, with the exception of actually serving tables and and uh, bartending. Okay. Have yeah. you worked the door? I, I've done that. Yeah. You have. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> now wait a minute. Let me let me analyze this. He's fairly slight. Yeah. And you're fairly massive. Fairly yes. big. <laughs> and and I don't I don't know. <laughs> All I think about is that movie with uh, what's his name, uh, Roadhouse. Yeah, Roadhouse, right? Where the guy's the, the coming Roadhouse in, kicks. Yeah, 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 and he's got the pointed thing on his boot, yeah, you know, and yeah. he, they throw him outside. <laughs> I think of you every time I watch that movie. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. Oh, uh, the, the food was great. The, the beers are great. Again, if you could let everyone know uh, where your restaurant is, how they can locate you, if they want to give you a call or email to, to figure out what you guys are doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, come by anytime. Uh, make a reservation. We're on 55 Lee Road in uh, Lenox, Massachusetts. Uh, it is a uh, Hyatt subsidiary. So if you log on to the Hyatt site, you can find us very easily at uh, miravalberkshires.com. Uh, stop on by. We're going to have a great summer. We've got plenty of programs indoors and outdoors. Come get a massage, go on a hike, whatever you want to do. It's, you had it's me there. at massage. Yeah, right. That's that's that great. sounds great. Oh, that's wonderful. So, Keith Sideri, thank you for coming in with us. We appreciate that. Thank you very much, gentlemen. It was gentlemen, a lot of fun. Me. And uh, this is the Grill This podcast, available just about anywhere on the planet, maybe even the International Space Station. We're on <laughs> iHeart. We're on Spotify, Apple, Sounder. Yes, we're on Sounder. Where we're making a fortune, right? <laughs> we're filthy, <laughs> and hand every, over fist. <laughs> and everywhere you get your podcast here. This is the Grillist Podcast. Jim Salmon here, along with the great Matthew T. Wilson. We'll be back next time. And uh, any great words you want to leave the folks with? Yes, look for us on the road, because if you have a brewery or a restaurant, we might be there. There you go. Grill this! Grill this!